take a time machine back to before the world went to hell. Around the year 2000. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And continue the conversation on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you're cool enough, join the show on Patreon for exclusive bonus content, specials, and early access to a longer, uncensored, less than 2,000 experience. And now, Less Than 2,000 with Adam Wentz and Chad Bischoff. Less Than 2,000. Now part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. We are talking today about the drinks, the, the beverages of your childhood. We are talking today about the the sodas, the soft drinks, the mixed drinks that we all grew up with as kids in the 80s and 90s. And I want to start with the one that I remember coming out when we were, you know, 15, 16. It was when we were in high school, Surge. And it was the answer to Mountain Dew. And it was just this big, bright, green, yellow with the, the loud, you know, orangish, reddish splash just saying Surge. And it was like it was like the answer to Mountain Dew. And I never really cared for Mountain Dew. I mean, I drank it, but I thought it tasted kind of funky. What? So when Surge came out, <laughs> I know, dude. When Surge came out, I'm like, this is my jam. And they actually put a Surge branded pop machine in our school. Like, it was the actual Surge brand. Not Coke, not Dr. Pepper, Surge. And we drank the hell out of it. Which, how in the world they thought that was okay? Because Surge had more caffeine and sugar. Like, Mountain Dew is known for, like, be... There was a reason Do the Dew or, or whatever, you know, existed. And Surge came out, and it was, like, twice the amount of caffeine, twice the amount of sugar, and all that kind of stuff. And our high school goes, I think children need this. And put it in the school. Like, how that happened, I have no idea. It boggles my mind. It's called money. It's called everything is a marketing opportunity. It's called... Pepsi or Coca-Cola company, whichever company paid the school to put that in there. We were sold out by our school to be marketed to. And that's what it is. I mean, the school got so many cents a can and, and we were basically a test market for a new product. So you mean to tell me that Sur so Surge was like, came in, they were like, all right, we, you know, the other vendors, if you brought in Pepsi or Coke, they would yes. give you 45, you know, cents on the dollar, but we'll go ahead and give you 55. And suddenly yes. they're like, yin, yes, I don't care what We're it's doing. <laughs> like, I'll take the extra 10 cents a can. Exactly. We don't care. We don't care. We're in. You got the it. The children. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and one thing I, I realized, I mean, I realized it then, I realized it now. Everything's a product. But I really realized, kind of thinking about these subjects, how much of your your beverage choice was really an expression of your identity. It was like, <laughs> you know, I'm a surge drinker. I'm a Mountain Dew drinker. Oh, I like Mr. Pibb. I like Dr. Pepper. It was like what you wanted to be seen withholding. And, and the cool kids had surge. It was the new hip thing. Well, good. I'm glad I got put into the cool category because I drank the hell out of it. 
Do you remember Crystal Pepsi? I was hoping you would bring that up because <laughs> Crystal Pepsi. I told you I wasn't a big fan of Surge. I mean, I drank it. Now, Crystal Pepsi, to this day, I am completely, I feel let down and hurt by Pepsi <laughs> that they canceled such an amazing drink. Oh, this is so nasty, man. I oh, loved Crystal it. Pepsi was terrible. I loved it. <laughs> I mean, it was better than Pepsi Blue. Remember Pepsi do you Blue? Remember, do you remember the Crystal Pepsi commercials? They had it to the song by um, by by uh, Van Halen, that Right Now song with the dramatic piano. And it's like, do 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 It's like, <laughs> right now, right now. A brand new Pepsi for a new generation. <laughs> it's, like, it's like everything again. It's all marketing, but it's it's again, like, but it got me because I'm like I'm part. I'm part of the new generation. That's me. <laughs> it was so bad, dude. It tasted so bad. I tried it. I re- we had lots of it. We bought it until it went out, but. I think my memory of it was it was nasty, dude. It was not good at all. I mean, it was better than Jolt. It was better than Jolt. Jolt was tasted like coffee or something, man. Jolt didn't even yeah. taste like a soda. And I was wrong about it. Jolt was officially the soda that had twice the caffeine of regular soda. That was yeah. Jolt was the one that was like Remember, yeah. the, remember, like your heart will. If you drink too much of this, your heart will. Explode. Your heart will explode. Yes, <laughs> and that was where, like, it's not legal in the city limits, man. It's like, yeah, no, they just didn't carry it. Be, carry it because back in the nineties, like people didn't need the speed that they do now. Like now, I'm drinking an energy drink right now. Like I don't drink regular soda. It's like way too soft for me. It's got to be if I'm gonna drink that crap. It's got to have so much caffeine and energy crap in it that I. I, I, a jolt would probably barely even make a dent. Let's be clear about this. Let's be absolutely clear. That means we are a product of the marketing machine and the system over the last oh, 30 yes. years. Because oh, if yes. you mean to tell me that Mountain Dew alone doesn't doesn't get that heart pumping and that jolt definitely wouldn't do it, that has twice <laughs> the... And that you need an energy drink just to yeah. sit down to talk to me? <laughs> There's some issues here, brah. While we're talking about the newer Pepsi of the new generation, Crystal Pepsi, this was slightly before our time, but during our lifetimes. New Coke. Older people remember about New Coke from the mid-80s. It was their answer to Pepsi. It was supposedly supposed to taste like Pepsi, and they were like, it was called Coke 2, or New Coke. It was called New Coke. it It was the biggest flop. It was a bigger flop than Crystal Pepsi. I, I'd like to know who lost more money on what because Coke like lost Pepsi people didn't like it and people who liked Coke were like give me back my f- Coke yeah and that'll be that'll be a nice little snippet to cut out Adam saying give me back my f- Coke <laughs> out of context <laughs> completely out of context that's gonna I've be never had thing. new Coke but it's something that like people still talk about to this day yeah but I do remember new Coke um, not personally, but I remember the story. I don't remember having it, but I do know that you said it, it was so bad that I believe they were like, oh my God, what do we do? Like, let's go back to the old recipe. Classic. The classic. It, that's where Coca-Cola classic came Correct. from. So they went back to the original 
like, you know, soda, you know, ingredients, but then slapped a new logo called Classic. And then everybody thought, oh my God, this must be new. And they drank (laughs) that. And then Coke took off again. So believe it or not, their failure in new Coke ended up making them do something different that made everybody think that that was the new thing. Yeah. And it actually worked. The, and the Coca-Cola script is is one of the most recognizable international brands in the world. And it came from that mistake. That mistake. That's new very Coke. interesting. Good point. Very good point. Because you notice how Pepsi has had to reinvent their can and their image. In the 90s, they had like the long, tall like strip in the small circle. Yep. And then it was like, you know, the big circle for a long time. And I don't even know what it looks like anymore. But, um, it, you know, Pepsi has had to reimagine their look several times in our lifestyle. Coca-Cola Classic has been that way forever. Which is why they I might think- put somebody's name on it now or whatever they do. Like, this can is for Kevin. What is that about? I don't even know what the f*** that's about. But that's Coca-Cola doing it, not Pepsi. No, but as I'm saying, so they might add a little something to it, but they still have the red yeah. can with the script. You can, yeah, you can you can buy Coke Chad. Like, what the f*** does that mean? It's just a Coke. I don't Speaking need Coke of- Chad. Hey, everybody, I'm drinking Coke Chad. Coke Chad. Hashtag Coke Chad. <laughs> Hashtag Chad Coke. One yeah. of those two. Either we'll make, way. We'll make one of these and Phantom Mole. We'll get this trending. Yeah. Phantom Mole, Chad So speaking Coke. of marketing, that, that just made me think of, of, of uh, remember the great marketing, I think it was Pepsi or maybe it was Coke. I don't know. Remember the one in five or one in six, you get a free one. If you got the 20 ounce plastic bottle oh, and the, yes. underneath the top and it said like, when you play again, or sometimes you'd like. Get a free twenty ounce sprite or whatever. Remember, you'd be like, you would, you would get out of the gas station because you always, we always went to the gas station by the 7-11. house to Seven Eleven to buy the bottle. You'd literally get out of the store, crack it open, take a swig, look at the cap, and go, "Oh my god, I won!" And you'd go like right back in and right and get in. your free one. Like you wouldn't even <laughs> leave. You just, you just instantly did it. <laughs> It's not like, and this is what, you know what? I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here. This is what, this is what makes me upset about these, these gimmicks and these free giveaways today. Today, kids have to like take the code and like go to their phone and then log in and then put it in. So that way the marketing machine can track. Oh yeah. You know what? You know what we got to do? We got to twist the cap, look at it and go, oh my God, I'm a winner. Go back in and get a free <laughs> Coke. <laughs> now you've got to do right. all these extra steps. Yes, yes. You got it. You got the only QR extra scan. steps that <laughs> yeah. should ever exist is if you win the lottery or a scratch ticket and you got to go somewhere to collect. Like that should be it. <laughs> I like I like where your head's at. Oh, that's that's a good rant, man. That's, that's, oh, oh, man. Uh, so, so back to. Um, Coke being a recognizable brand, I the, the one thing that I did some research on is OK Cola because so many people don't remember it and so many people have never even heard of it. So I really looked into OK Cola and listen to this story. It was invented by the Coke people. It was actually invented by the guy who did new Coke. Really? So people are like surprised that they gave him another shot. Huh. And the word Coke apparently was the second most recognizable word in any language 
That's how ubiquitous Coke is as a brand. And they almost killed it with new Coke. And then they Ooh. saved it with classic Coke. So the number one most recognized word across all languages worldwide is okay. So he decided to make okay cola. Okay, I do and remember he, this. And and it was anti-marketing. The whole thing behind it was it was targeted for Gen Xers who knew they were being marketed to and were like jaded about it and didn't want it. And I remember the commercials. I don't remember them very well, but they were like black and white and animated. I just remember the announcer voice being like, everything's going to be okay. And it was like not setting the bar too high. It's not like world's best soda. It's like, okay, cola. It's okay. And yeah. I remember the schoolyard, uh, the schoolyard thing about that. The rumor about that was supposedly it was a suicide of all the Coke products, yep. which would make sense. Cause it did taste kind of funky and it wasn't like super dark, but it wasn't clear either. I guess it's maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but that's where okay. Cola came from. And I remember it wasn't until I was in college that I realized that Omaha is a test market for many, many products. Yes. Because people hadn't heard of certain things, and OK Cola is one of them. And actually, on the Wikipedia article, it lists the towns, the handful of towns that it was in. It's like Little Rock, Arkansas, Minneapolis, Fargo, North Dakota. But it wasn't like Phoenix and Chicago and L.A. or any places like really? that I, you know, my friends came from when I went to college. So... People are like, what are you talking about, OK Cola? Yeah, that's insane. I don't remember that because now that you know, I didn't remember it until you went into the marketing campaign of it. Proof we're part of the system. Yep. But uh, uh, what's funny is I don't they weren't selling. That came out in the 90s, right? That wasn't yeah, the 80s. Like 93, it was the 90s. 90, 93, 94. So they weren't marketing it to like the, the, the Gen Xers at that point. They were literally it, that was like. The early, early, early millennials. Exennials. And the very, very, very late Xers or the Exennials that were just feeling during this grunge, everything's yes. like pain and Nirvana yes. and yep. Pearl Jam and all that kind of stuff. And they came yep. around and they brought this soda that's just letting everybody know it'll be okay. Yeah, it's It's brilliant. <laughs> Welcome to Casual Magic, the show where we explore the fun side of Magic the Gathering. I'm your host, Shivam Putt, and each week we delve into everything from casual format to explorations of creatures and card types to interviews with designers of the game. At Casual Magic, we believe that it just isn't magic without the gathering. Come along and play! There are a lot of podcasts with comic book reviews and interviews with some of the greatest creators in the industry, but only one will tell you scientifically what the worst comic book of all time is. And the best. We've been ranking comic book stories for six years. We have a list with over a thousand comics on it, and we're adding more every month. More Rocket Ajax on the Greenlit Podcast Network. I, I want to run down a list here as we wrap it up of some of the ones that people may or may not remember. Bubble Up squeeze it who doesn't remember squeeze it oh yeah hubba bubba yep mellow yellow remember tang oh yeah. tang of course was invented for the space program like tang was actually going back in the 60s that was <laughs> right. it was developed for the space and then of course some other company came along came along and said you know what let's make this powder actually taste good kool-aid and and it still blows my mind when I think about, so I was raised by babysitters, 
the seeing the babysitter take a two liter jug, fill it with tap water, and then put in two or three cups of raw sugar with a packet of crack of of red. It was always red. You know, it was it was you never called it cherry or strawberry or grape. It was purple or it was red or yeah. it was orange. But it was two or three cups of sugar, and like it was, and then you a little packet. Stir it up. And then just literally a little tiny square pa- packet, <laughs> rectangular <laughs> ten cents that had like a little bit of flavor. What a mar- oh. how how genius is this? Let's take genius. something that was developed by the space program, right, and then literally put it in a little tiny packet that cost some six cents. Yep, in, that's probably that they made for that they made for half a cent. That they made for half a cent. And then, and then, literally, you make them do all the work. You provide the sugar. You yes. provide the water. You yes. provide the big jug that you're, you know, the big pitcher you're going to put it in, and just stir the crap out of red, and it's going to be great. <laughs> and it always gave you the mustache when you're a little kid. Yeah. And, and like I just remember hot summer days and Kool Aid, and the and the, and the babysitter having to stir it like between pours because the <laughs> sugar settles on the bottom. Yeah. And I just like can't believe we gave our kids this. Sh- parents wanted to know your parents are a great example my parents are a great example what's wrong with your generation here's my rant what's wrong with your generation we were raised by babysitters we were plied with sugar we were subjected to marketing every second of our lives even literally in school at lunchtime and in the classroom we were marketed to constantly we were given tvs in our bedrooms we were given game game boys to play in the back seat games to hook up to our tvs and they wonder why like what's this adhd stuff well look at what you guys are doing to your children three cups of sugar for a little (laughs) picture of red Kool-Aid. You should, like, you should have like a cup of sugar in a week. Yeah, like, there, there should be no question between the Doritos, <laughs> the frozen Tostinos, the little Hot Pockets, and oh. Kool-Aid. And so like, what do you think would happen? Of course, we're all going to be like ADHD and have all Bouncing this. off the walls, yeah. getting detentions, acting out in school, all this stuff. Like, yeah. I blame the sh- and don't even give me we'll have to do a separate episode on cereal and and the stuff we were given as kids first thing in the morning have a pop tart (laughs) this stuff is insane but it's but they grew up with marketing like as soon as tvs got in people's homes and movies and and all of this stuff like and the radio they grew up constantly our parents generation was really the first one that was constantly constantly bombarded by by messaging Correct. And so to them, it didn't seem that weird that their kids were too, but we received it a thousand times more. And then for those of us who have children, not me, of course, like they've got their phones. So literally there is no getting away from it. Well, it is not constant. only that, not only that, but just to put a bow on this, they say that something like uh, uh, back in the 60s or 70s when our parents were growing up, I think they saw an average a few hundred ads, advertisements a day. Now, you would think that that is insane. A that couple is. hundred advertising a day. Nowadays, it's in the thousands to almost oh. 10,000 ads a day. I'll, these kids today 
are yeah. seeing they are bombard, bombarded by that much advertising between the billboards, the TV, the radio, the phones, the internet, the 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 social media, the TikTok, yep. the everything. They're seeing you see today thousands upon thousands of ads a day. It is exponentially grown since yep. our parents' generation. Try to retain since that. Since our generation. Yeah. Since our generation. It's it, double. No, you're, you're, it's, I, I can't It's I can't doubled imagine. and then doubled. I'll just wrap it up with the one thing that I am, I, 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 I am happy to have been marketed in my life. The one <laughs> thing that I would still drink today if it still existed in this form. High C Ecto Cooler. I loved Ecto Cooler. How could you not? It had Slimer on the box. It was green. It tasted like crap. Uh, crap. It tasted like crap. But it had Slimer on it. And it was Ghostbusters. <laughs> and it came out the year. It came out in 89 when Ghostbusters 2 was out. And then the real Ghostbusters cartoon, which was actually awesome, ran for a few more years after that. And 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 yes, those little boxes of ecto ecto cooler. I still remember them. I love them. And oh yeah, they still have that formula around. They just changed. They changed the name of it and stopped putting Slimer on it. But I could still get it. I'm never gonna get it because it doesn't have the tie-in. But <laughs> so, but it was sad. They said it about. I think I don't remember what year it was, but I think it was discontinued in like '97 because. The kids in 97 no longer recognized who Slimer was. No. What? I know. Isn't that sad? The movie that make you feel old? Seven years? <laughs> seven years later, they're like, what's this well, green thing? Slimer, definitely, you know, Ghostbusters is one of those things that you do grow out of for a period before you become an adult and you look back at how, like, as an adult, how brilliant it is. Sure. Because it is something that you, like, Star Wars and everything, like, you should grow out of for a while and, like, discover women and music and drinking and throwing up in your friend's basement and things like that. And, and, then, and then come, you come back, back to it. To then you come back exactly. to it and enjoy it. You're like, you know what? But we, really see, was we were in high school in 97. And, like, our, our, our you know, kids that weren't born in the 80s didn't grow up with Slimer the way that we did. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. The one thing that doesn't make sense is how in the hell they got away with 100% vitamin C. Oh, it's 100 <laughs> it's not it's not the content, it's the 100% of your daily value. It's not like the whole thing is 100% vitamin C. It's well, that's like, what I mean though. Like but like that's the marketing behind it. They put on yes. their kid parents go that's uh, all they healthy. need. No yep. worry about all the sugar content that's in it and all the other stuff on the back exactly. flap. It has 100% vitamin C. I oh can get God. it for my five-year-old. <laughs> so it was marketing. This is all about marketing. Some of it was great. Some of it was bad. Crystal Pepsi, New Coke, died the worst possible death. Things like, okay, Cola, never heard of. Surge was awesome for a while, and it's surging back. You know, I guess Ecto Cooler came back in 2016 when they made the the, the horrible Ghostbusters reboot. Um, but I I don't know if if they still made it, if it was still around, I would be drinking it from from it right now. Please sponsor us. So what do you think? What do you think the marketing is going to be for the new Ghostbusters? Thirty seconds. What do you have to say? Is there a new Ghostbusters movie coming out? We're supposed to be did, watching it together in like November. Like, what, what do you mean? Did, is there a did new Afterlife one out? Afterlife that hasn't come out yet. 
No, we're I seeing it. that's already come out and we missed it. No, we're seeing it. Dave, never mind. You <laughs> ruined this bit. And it was an no, unplanned just, bit. It's like I, everything I is bit. unplanned. You killed the bit. But I'm just telling you, uh, no, it's not out. We're seeing it together week one, and then we're immediately going to do a show about it. Of course. Remind me, because I'm not I'm not being subjected to the marketing of it. I rely on you to tell me about that stuff. And if they bring the Ecto Cooler back, I guarantee you I'll buy it. How's that? Done. Done. Mic drop. <laughs> Episode done. Done. <laughs>